This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Just coming back. We're just here. Are your hosts Tom Stevens and Mike Melby? Trailing. Welcome back. We are live at Eagle Raceway. The Race Saver Nationals going on tonight. Amon Green, the captain, has just joined us. Rashawn Jackson. Wow. Uh, we've got Hall of Famers. Rashawn's got three rings. Amon, two. Played 12 years in the NFL. He did some time for Rashawn as well in the NFL. So, yep. uh, are you just, ready? Are you ready? Turn, yeah, are, turn, are up, you, turn they, up for a shot. Are you in the car yet? I'm about to. I'm about are, to. About are, 10 are, minutes. Are you ready to go? I'll be ready. Have you ever did this before? Yeah, I did. I was telling them I did it in my rookie year at the rookie premiere down in Orlando. Did you dirt track though? It, it was, no, it was NASCAR. Are you? Are, oh, you was NASCAR. It was down in uh, is, Orlando, which is Daytona Beach. This is a little bit different. I know. I heard about it. The I'm, G, I'm respecting. The G forces on the dirt track. That's bro, what. A bit different. That's what Mike was saying. No, I'm, I'm respecting the G forces. Yeah. We were out here when we did uh, Nebraska Football Academy for kids, and uh, I'm telling you right now, I got in there, and it was it was it was a fun time, great time. But it, it's if you've never done it on the dirt, it feels different. Yeah, because you got a lot of yeah with the dirt. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll you'll. Yeah, when you go into a corner. From a driving standpoint, um, you you will barely turn the wheels to the left, and you will wheel wheels this through the corner. You'll be right, and your car is turned. That's essentially what it is. Yeah, that I know. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I'm only great on drifting on Mario Kart, though. Dude. This is a whole other world. I gotta adjust to now. <laughs> I'm a beast on Mario Kart at drifting. I'm a beast. But this is real life. Now. Right. All you're doing is riding, though. You're just holding on. Okay. You ain't driving, right? You're, you're not driving. Uh, no. No. They, no, they got somebody. Yeah, they got uh, Dan. Yeah. They got my man Dan over here. Going yeah, hey, out. trust me. Dan's going to get busy. In, in, good. Like, I'm, I I'm excited that. to see you do it. Well, and I told him that uh, I, I got good word from the guys that actually work on the car that they, they found a little bit more horsepower and torque for the uh, two-seater that he's going to ride in, right. too. Right. Yeah, they put more torque in that thing. Well, I know they, what torque means. They need a little bit more. They, that means power. more power. Yeah, right. they, need, they need so. That's what I used to do the linebacker. Exactly. You're going to be in the car. They want you to feel what you used to do to the linebackers of mine. Oh, Have you been man. in one of the cars ever shot? No, I'm not. I'm going a, I'm to a walk a mine down. I'm not getting in the car, though. <laughs> Listen, I'm a little bit older than mine. I don't know if I've been in more. I probably haven't been in more collisions, but I've been hurt more. So I don't want to get – I don't want to be stiff coming out that car. Yeah, you got to be flexible getting out that thing. That they, thing is like – it's like that big, and they got my waist is still that little, that little, <laughs> that big to get it. Well, the the ninety three seven the ticket sprint car that's out here, Mike Boston driving. He just got in it. Now and it's it's, of, it's different of. than the car he's going to get into. That's the two seater. That's an IMCA modified. But uh, yeah, that little sprint car. Uh, what it, is he getting in? He's getting in the uh, like, mod, a modified. I do a modified. But yeah. when I got in, I was sitting up here. It was a sprint car. You would have a problem getting oh, in. Oh, bitty bitty boy. Yeah. Well, I've lost weight down two twenty. But no, I'm talking about. I know you're not flexible. I know yeah, you're I'm not flexible. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I can not. touch my toes still. Son. No, no, no. Wow. Man, you got you to bring your leg up like this. What are you talking and, and about, Amon? <laughs> we'll see. It's me still. It's the reason why we were champions. No. Because that we has nothing to flexible. do with getting in one of these, what's, it, what's it called? Sprint car. It doesn't matter. This I'm, is a I'm sprint car. I'm getting in the sprint car. You're, you're, I'm just going to tell you right now that the opening that you have is 19 inches wide. I 
getting in the sprint car. Okay. Now it's a competition. So yeah, that's, is. that's his competitive voice. Yep. I've been knowing him too long. When he's talking like that, he's yep. going to do it regardless. Yep. He's in. I got I to gotta try it. Yep. I know. I got to try it. Yeah, as soon as I heard that voice, I'm like, he's going to yeah. do it regardless of what I say. It, it's you over. You know me too well, AG. I say it's over. As soon as he got that tone, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in. I can't talk him out of this. I can't discourage him at this point. Hey, well, I'm going to discourage y'all real quick, okay? Because I got to talk about this game, right? Okay. Be Money, right? What's they do a little bit? Your esports is your first year, yes. Right? You come in to do something that hasn't been done before here, right? First Correct. year for it, correct? Okay, so in the competitions, if you get creamed multiple times in a row, we're gonna question whether or not you're a good coach or not, right? Yes, but yeah, right, yeah. Well, I, I'm right. just making just, sure. AG. Just, just, just to you, what you're saying. I'm gonna just directly answer what you're saying. Uh, thank I'll you. just directly answer that. That's all I'm asking. Okay. I'm talking esports now. I'm talking to Mon Green. I'm talking to National Champion. I'm talking to Green Bay Packer. Did you win a championship with the Green Bay Packers? No, I wish I did. Y'all, y'all, y'all did. got close. Got close. Okay, but 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 what I'm saying is this: there are certain things in football that as couch potatoes, us fans, we know, right? Right. So I'm going to switch the game up a little bit, and I'm going to go through the progression. And I'm going to ask each and one of you young couch potato fans what you would do. It's eight seconds to go. In the half, you're down 3 nothing. You don't have any timeouts to go. What do you do? Well, he had one timeout. They didn't use it. Oh, he went into halftime with the one timeout? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, the, here's the he thing. Had they, had, they, had, they had one timeout left. They did not call it. They decided to go up and line up. Ethan Piper jumped uh, false start, which put us back with eight seconds to go. Yeah, we we had, had to use, use that timeout. Yeah. See, Otherwise, see, it's too, a 10-second runoff. But you're too early, though. You're early. I'm already past that. I'm okay, saying so, so at the point that it was third down and goal, yep. you had eight seconds to go in the game. Yep. Right? Yep. What do you, in the half. In the half. Sorry. What, 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 would, I, what would I do there? I would have thrown a fade to where my guy catches it or – Nobody catches it, okay. and the clock stops, and and that's it. And then kick the field goal. Okay, Tom. My mic is not up, so I'm not sure what I would do. I would, I I would have. Turn, uh, you can turn me down too. I had, I, I probably would have thrown it in the cheap seats and kicked the field goal. Yeah. I, I you, you can't you can't get beat in that situation. You just right. can't do it. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the fade call, and and actually rule has been quoted. What fade? Early. Yeah, throw the fade. Uh, oh, you saying? Oh, absolutely. Throw, throw the fade. Throw, throw, throw Thomas, it to Washington. Or Thomas Fedoni. Throw it to a bigger no, guy. Washington was suspended well, for the first half. I no, but this was. Yeah, you're right. He was. Wasn't he? Yeah, I like that though. You line up in a tight set. And see if they're a man. Have Fedoni flex out. See if you can get a man-to-man coverage out there. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, me now. Well, I, let me ask Ag before I go into my. But I,
For my quarterback, before we go in the huddle, I'm on sidelines, the QB, that's what we're doing. We're going to do a fade route or whatever route where you can only, the only person can catch it is us. If he doesn't catch it, no big deal. We'll kick three, go to half point with three points on the board. Well, I mean, you're going to, you're going to halftime tied up with the ball. Or tied up. Coming into halftime, right? You're coming out of halftime, you got the ball, you got the momentum. Yep. The last thing you want to do for me I'm going back old school, okay? I'm lining up in the power set because we've been talking about our fullback and tight ends and all this type of stuff. And in the fourth quarter, what in the second half, we want to pound the rock. I'm lining up in the power left, fake 43 dive, boot right. If I if it's not there for him to walk into the end zone, throw it in the cheap seats, kick the field goal. Now, That's another th this, guy, this guy understanding what we've been in all these years, third down, I'm kicking the field goal on third down. So if something happens, so if something happens, I haven't thought about that. I, I mean, thought about that too. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, but uh, yeah. there's, you know, certain many options. You don't know what hit coach rule at that time. You know, we don't know that we're not in his head. Yeah. We're not standing next to him either. But those are the options where he could have went. They went with what they get, but now they got to learn from the mistakes. I say that's the biggest thing here from a coaching standpoint and a player standpoint, because even after the coach makes it. This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> welcome back. Hey, welcome back to, to Eagle Raceway. This is Husker Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. That is Tom Stevens. I'm Mike Melby for Sean Jackson. Uh, we'll be back here in a minute. And he's revved up. He's revved up, and I love it. Um, it's, it's live radio, folks, and it's – you know, battery packs, and it's something that, that we've never done before. I mean, we've done live remotes. We just haven't done them at a dirt track right? Uh, out in the middle of the country. Uh, one of the biggest events uh, for 305 sprint cars in the country is going on here tonight, and uh, it's the Race Saver Nationals tonight's championship night. Uh, it should be a blast, and we're thrilled to be out here. Eagle Raceway, a proud sponsor of uh, The Finish Line, which is uh, the show that and I do, uh, along with Stern Oil uh, and Mobile One, and excited to be out here. And... Uh, um, Tom, from the standpoint of what Vershawn was getting into, and I, I love the, that train of thought to the what would you do? And, again, you know, we didn't play the game. We don't understand it to the, to the level that both Amon and Vershawn did. And, Vershawn, go ahead and eat, too. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll give you time. No, go ahead and eat, man. Oh, cool. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I'm smacking on the radio, baby. We, 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 were just, we were just talking. Like, you're fired up. Because, it's the, that's the, what we love about the, 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 the passion that the former players have. We have it as fans, but we were never – on, on the field, man. We, we don't know what it's like to, to, to be down there and out there doing it, but at the same time, um, you know. I'll give you another example okay. of, 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 to me, coaching. Okay. okay? And I'm not, I'm not going at the coaches. I'm simply saying we got to be, be better across the board. You can't just say, oh, Jeff Sims threw three picks and blah, blah, blah. No, no. They lost as a team. They didn't lose as Jeff Sims. Defensively, it was fourth down, right? Yeah. When we gave up the touchdown. How many did we rush? Four. And by the way, no, we did three. Three. Okay. Should have been a procedure call, by the way. Absolutely, but you can't go into a game. You got to play the refs, too. You're in a hostile environment. Yeah. They're not going to call that. 
No, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So for us to be thinking, oh, it was a – and I'm going to just say this because I've heard this multiple times, and I saw it, and we got robbed. I get it. But guess what? It's fourth down. You got to find a way to get off the field. Well, and you had a defensive back who uh, leaked inside, should have didn't play his outside coverage in a zone. Uh, that was a. That was also a. Daniel Jackson made a great catch. I mean, that was a. That's great a great catch. catch. Yeah, I mean, and that, the quarterback made a great throw. Yeah. He put it only where but he could had, put it. But you had a defensive back, and here's my point: you have 22 players out there offensively. You know, between the offense and the defense, somebody's got to make a play. I mean, you can blame the coaches, but somebody's got to make a play. Somebody's got to not jump offside. Somebody, yeah. A quarterback's got to make the right decision. You've got to be able to see the field. It can't always be on – we talked about, the, you know, they've won two games and lost 14 in their last 16 one-score games. It, yes, it's bad coaching. But at some point, as a player, you've got to take the responsibility and say, I'm making a play. How do they do that, Tom, if, they don't, if they're not equipped to know that? Like – if you don't have guys, and I hate to go to Deion Sanders, but I got to, okay? He's got Warren Sapp. He's got Irving. He's got uh, T.O. He's got all these different legends yep. walking around, right? Yep. I watched a play where their best receiver caught a, I don't know, 50-yard touchdown pass. He pushed off. But it was a secret that I know only NFL guys yep. know. At the last minute, if you put your hand in their hip, the ref will never see it. But if you see it on film, he clearly pushed him off. Yeah. And so I'm saying there's there's nuances of the game that these guys might not know that they need to know. They they you know here's what I'm saying. We have got to get the penalties fixed. You can't jump off sides in those situations, yeah. right? In order to be a killer team, a team that'll put people away. You can't be up on fourth down if we only blitz three. Are we really trying to get to the quarterback? We hadn't got there all night. We hadn't got there all night. So on that play, it's fourth down. Don't you want to get the ball out of the hands? Because he caught that ball in the back of the end zone. Sure. So don't you want to? Don't you? Me again? I'm I'm just a I'm just a radio guy, former (laughs) player, playing, acting like I know how to coach. Right? Here's what I'm saying. I'm at least sending five. Well, let me ask you this: Would you Would you send everyone? Would you say um, Malcolm Quentin? And whoever the safety is that's going to wind up picking up the third receiver? I'm and, going. And the linebacker that's going to take a tight end if one comes out? Everybody else, you're going? Would you yeah, send well, everybody? You got, you, you, yeah, because, listen, they had eight people drop back and still got a pass thrown on them. Yeah. Think about that. Eight guys dropped that back in the zone. What was it? What, what, what yard line was it on? They were on about the, on 10? the 10? It was on the 10. 10 Perfect. Yep. So you got 25 yards between the ball in, in, in pay dirt. Yeah. And you had eight guys drop back within 25 to, what, 45-yard dimension or 53-and-a-half, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. You get what I'm saying? There should be no way. But you know why? Because you, 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 you gave a guy just plenty of time to look, to look, to wait until the post went there, and he bit in the yeah. – listen. That route took a lot of time. A lot of time, and he could have thrown that ball to him at any point because he was wide open at any point. He was wide open at any point. So all I'm simply saying is, in that situation, to me, I'm blitzing, and I'm getting after the quarterback. I'm not letting him beat me on fourth down. Maybe so, but I, I, and I brought this up to Amon, and I think he agrees to some extent. I mean, you guys always played on great teams where you had 
playmakers all across the board. Nebraska doesn't. The, we, we understand the margin for victory for Nebraska football is very tiny. You've got to do everything right to win games. But I, I think they won that game except in every place except for the scoreboard. Where did not, we really? Where they're, not, they're not winning games mentally. Tom, did we really win the – do you think we won the run game? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, take the, away take away the two runs that – Players Minnesota made had 55 extra, yards. Hold on a minute. Minnesota rushed for 55 I, I yards. I know, but we're talking about a Minnesota team that's not very good. But we're talking about offensively. Take, defensively. I know you were talking good. about our offense run game, right? Yeah. Okay. Take away the two runs by Grant and uh, uh, Irving, that, uh, or was it Irving, I believe it was, yeah, yep. that, that made spectacular plays and broke tackles. Sure. Take those two plays away. How many yards did we rush for? Now, the flip side. Take away the 45, 54-yard blunder for a touchdown that we got. That was that was straight luck. Yep. And I, I appreciate the luck. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Take that away. How many yards did we really throw for? Well, yeah. they, 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 total yardage, they won the total yardage battle, 295 to 254, something like that. I think they won that, that entire game, and if they would have had a quarterback that could make a, an accurate throw, they probably would have had over 400 yards uh, passing. Well, we got rid of Casey Thompson. Yeah, we did. But just, just in did. case you guys had not heard, uh, Casey Thompson yesterday, uh, 20 out of 25, 280 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> Mike, Say it again, Mike. Tell him again, Mike. 20, 20 out of 25. Who did they play? Uh, they played uh, Florida. Rose Atlantic, Beef State. Uh, something like that. 280 yards, five touchdowns. Casey Thompson's a good quarterback, and, and I questioned it when they brought another guy in. I thought, I thought what has Casey done to not earn so, the gig? Why not so, keep both? But, well, you can't. Why not? Keep, you can keep both. You can't. You could have. You could have keep. You could have kept both. But Casey was getting significant money through NIL, and he still left. Because he was told the job's not his. Exactly. He's not the guy. But, but let me ask you this. The way the game played out, how many receivers got separation? None. Okay. So if Casey Thompson is there and he's a heck of a lot more accurate and doesn't throw picks uh, that Jeff Sims did, how many passes does he complete? Well, he if Casey Thompson is still over. there, how many receivers leave? you got to think Alante Brown left. Yeah. you got to think some of your better receivers left. You're, and then you wonder, Betts, why did he leave again? You really wonder what that was. You I, you worked so hard to come back. Yeah. Take all these hours in the summer, right? And you become the best receiver. Everybody was talking about bets. Nobody was talking about IGC. Nobody was talking about these other receivers. They were talking about bets. Yep. Um, and your best receiver leaves. I don't know what that's about. I think sometimes when you bring these guys back who have hit problems, that's what you get. That's what you get. Um, and so I just I, I I think we got a lot of things that we got to fix from a whole perspective in a football organization. Can they beat Colorado? I don't. I, from the looks of what we did, no. Let me ask you this. From, from the philosophies. We can if we run the ball. I agree. From, if, we, if we put a fullback in the game and run the ball, we can. From the philosophies of Matt Rule and the way he recruited and replaced guys, Whatever. I don't want to say ran guys off because he really didn't. Dion admittedly ran guys off. He said, I, I did. They that. all ran guys off. Yeah. Um, all of them do. So, so from the standpoint of 45 guys got ran off, 85 guys got ran off, do you think at the end of the day, two programs that had, bottom line, a losing culture, uh-huh. and by that I don't mean they weren't good kids, I don't mean they didn't try hard, I don't mean the effort wasn't there, I mean they lost, they had a losing culture. Do you get rid of all of them like Dion? How do you do it? Or do you, you, but here's the difference the between Dion and Rule. 
here's here's a big difference. Dion knows everybody in the sport world as far as football guys yeah. that play in the NFL yeah. play. We treat Dion not as a god, but as a he's the best corner in the NFL. Yeah. He's the best corner to ever put the pads he's on. He's one of the top five players to ever play the game. Okay, yeah. so in that situation, right? How many people does he know that's going to call and say? And he said it on his press conference. Only reason why I got him was because I knew his mom back when we I coached him in Little Absolutely. League. You see what I'm saying? So if you don't, Dion embraces the people he knows that played the game. Whether you like Warren Sapp or not, he played at a high level. He knows some things that the ordinary guy don't know. Could you imagine if Sue's back? Is he <laughs> retired, right? Uh, uh, did he? I, I don't know. Doesn't he, doesn't he do that he thing waits where he, to waits, the end. he waits to the end of the season and he yeah. signs with somebody? Why isn't Sue running around the, the, the sidelines? See, those are the things that I'm saying. Yeah. Why ain't Levante David on his on his off week? We got to figure out a way that we can get him back around the team. Why can't we get more of your sons playing uh, for the Huskers? I mean, Dion's got his kid, two kids playing football for him, and that that sure helps. He might win a Heisman. I, you know, I don't know what is going on at Nebraska football. Where I I don't want to say we've turned a blind eye in certain situations to legacy kids, real legacy kids. Here's here's a legacy kid. Will Thomas, brother of Broderick Thomas. Both of them were on scholarship at the University of Nebraska. Sure. You never heard of Will Thomas because you had Broderick Thomas. You never yeah. heard of Will. Yeah. Right? Had a son coming out. This is 2020. Scott Frost's coach called me. Hey, my son's a sophomore. He's 6'5", 210 as a sophomore. He's got pedigree. We never called him until he got the scholarship offer from Texas A&M. Yeah. You can't. You, if you do it that way, you'll never get back. But you got to have – what we saw on Thursday night was we have no talent. We have no talent. Talent makes plays. Amon Green was he, was – he was a great running back. Guess what? I watched the film. He probably got hit of the one time he broke ten times. I'm talking about broke off. Yeah. Chin strap busted up, you know. So – it wasn't the. It, it was the time that he broke the tackle, and he went for eighty. Mm-hmm. So extraordinary players make extraordinary plays in situations where you need them. Who, yep. other than our quarterback, made a play? Uh, the defense made plays all night. Long. All night. Yeah. Till the end. I was going to say, except end. when they needed to. Except for when they needed to. I. I you're right. Th- this team doesn't have much. I mean, they, they, I think they – I like Tony White's defense, and I think that they can keep him in a few games here and there. But there, there's no confidence in that offense right now. There's, they have very few playmakers on offense, and especially a wide receiver. And listen, guys, I'm not I'm, – I, I think the defense is good. I'm not here to, to tell you after Minnesota game that our defense is great. Okay, no. I'm not because Minnesota – I'm going to tell you this again. Mediocre. At best, mediocre, yeah. okay? Minnesota might win three games in the Big Ten. Maybe four. They won't be Rutgers. They will not be Rutgers. What was the final today? They beat Northwestern badly, didn't they? Destroyed them. Yeah. They will not. Rutgers looks like a team. Like, before, we counted Rutgers as a win, didn't we? Well, we did. Didn't well, we? We don't play Rutgers. We don't play Rutgers. Oh, well, okay. I'm glad we don't. I think, But Maryland is a team that I think we counted as a win. I think Purdue's a team we counted as a win. CU? Um, we counted as a CU, win. CU, we counted as a win. That's not a win. Um, 
I, yeah, right now I'm kind of a little skeptical of it. Like I, I, I said, if we run the ball, I think we'll be able – if we can figure out a way to get our big 6'9", six, 6'8", six, 300 across the board guys going and let them eat. Where is Teddy Perhaska? Is he ready to go this week? Hopefully. I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. We I need to I mean, tackle badly. Yeah. Because I think Corcoran could be good inside. I, th- I just don't think he's a left tackle. Yeah, he whiffed a lot. In the game, he whiffed a lot. Well, that's what I mean. You, you, you're going against a high-power offense in, in Colorado next week, right? And I think they, everybody's thinking, we're still a one-point favorite. No, we're a point-and-a-half underdog now. Oh, we're dog. Yep. Yeah, the line's sitting at one-and-a-half now. I checked it actually right before I came out. The, the over-under is still at 58-and-a-half, which I find peculiar. Because wow. I get it, Minnesota's not that great. But after what you saw from Nebraska's defense, if if and I get it, Vegas does their thing and they do it better than anybody. And there's a reason why they make a lot of money. Sure. But if I'm watching all of that stuff, I don't see Colorado's offense putting up 40 plus points on Nebraska's defense. And I just simply don't see Nebraska's offense scoring much more than think, about two touchdowns. Who do you think is better on defense, TCU or Nebraska? Nebraska. Then TCU. Yeah. Why? After what they I played won. the national title. Why? How, Mike? They after gave up what forty. I, they, what they give up after what I saw yesterday? <laughs> Come they on, get, after what, what you saw yesterday? Spectacular players make spectacular True. plays. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. They had. Listen, I, I didn't. All I watched was the highlights. Right. I didn't even watch the game. Travis Hunter's ridiculous. They've got five guys on offense that make plays. They had, what, four guys over 100 yards? Or three? I know three for sure. Four guys, yeah. No, four four over 100. Travis Hunter is the best, maybe the best player in college football. Yeah. He played, I think, I want to say 120 snaps. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He played played corner and he played wide receiver. He made some plays on defense where you can't can't throw in his area. No. Well, the, the pick he had. Think about that. That was ridiculous. If he doesn't get that pick, do they win the game? Well, probably not. Well, I, because they went back and forth. They, I, all they I'm went back and forth. Colorado is really, really good, and and Deion Sanders, I I owe him an apology. I didn't think they would be good this year. They're very good. He's a great coach, and congratulations, Colorado. You got Deion for two years until Florida State takes him from it. <laughs> He's not going to Florida State. <laughs> you I don't got, think so? No, no. I'm telling you what he's going to do. What's he going to do? Crystal ball, Doctor Clairvoyant speaking. He's going to play. How many years is? Uh, uh, Shador, huh? Two, oh, is two more. Two, I think at least two. Two. Well, he's got he's got one more year because he's going to the NFL yeah. next year. Yeah. Well, he's, he's already played two years of college. He's football. at least got two years left. Of what I'm saying. Yeah. I think what he's going to do is he's going he's going to finish this deal either two or three years, and he's going to go coach the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I was going to say, is he going to go coach in the NFL? And I think college? so. When both him. sons will be out. I'd hire him now. And guess what? He's going to take his sons with him. I mean, you you, you just got to look at. You know, Nebraska football has got to get back to the basics yeah. on offense. Offensively, I, I love the defense. I love our bend but no break type of mentality. I like it. I was I would love to see us blitz more. So would I. Right? Especially in the in the times when it's fourth and ten, third and eight. We didn't get off the field on third downs towards the end of that game. Well, we didn't get off the field on third down the entire first half. I mean, they were, what were they, six of eight in the first half on yeah. third down? Yeah, and and that was a point of emphasis leading up to the game that, that Matt Rule had talked about too, and that's I, I mean it, it got better in the second half, but again when it was time to make the play at the end of the game to win the game, regardless of everything is, that has happened, the plays didn't get made. Yeah, we, I, and, I mean 
I don't know how much I don't know how much you guys looked at that, but how much pressure did we really get on the quarterback? That's the, your number one issue, isn't it? Yeah. A defensive, a, the defense that gave up 13 points. I understand. Uh, I mean, that, that situational football, you've got fourth down and 10. As a defensive coordinator, I've seen so many of them do it. They, they want to put everybody back in coverage, and they're, they're thinking, I, I'm going to make the quarterback make a great play, and he did. But the and, thing is, quarterbacks are so good, I, I don't understand that logic these days. No, that's what we've been doing play for D. the last eight years. Yeah, go play we've D. been sitting back in zones, yep. letting people pick us apart on third down. I'm sick of looking at that. If you're talking about getting back to Nebraska of old, you got the Osborne play in and all this other stuff. Those guys either fake like they were blitzing and went, or fake like they were blitzing and dropped in coverage. Yeah. But you got to start to do the things I think that we used to do back in the day by watching film. I yeah, could be wrong. I would. No, I didn't, I didn't expect us to come out in five wides 20 times in this last game. <laughs> no, no, that definitely not, especially with all the talk in the preseason camp about what they planned on doing. And I get it. Maybe it was a little bit of a false flag to try to, you know, mislead P.J. Fleck. And, and what, but at the end of the day, I don't know, five plays into the game, they got a, they've got a much better idea of where you're going and what you're going to do. Yeah, where's so, Billy Camp Jr.? Uh, that's a good question. Why didn't we run him on a reverse or two? It, it should have, but, he, well, the one thing – he never got a pass because he was never open, and that's concerning. You win the portal and got him. Yeah. You win the portal, and who knows what he's getting in the NIL. We, we have no idea, yeah. right? But you win in the portal, you got him. Fleeks, where is he at? You win in the portal and got him. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So when I look at this, now you're talking about and, – and here's my deal. You do like Coach Osborne. You upperclassmen ain't working out. Guess what? Play with the future. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's twenty? What's uh, what's uh, Lloyd? Yeah, he got one carry, Jaylen nine Lloyd. yards. Never saw the field again. Yeah, Jaden Doss. Jaden Doss. Malachi. Uh, Coleman. I guess Doss has been banged up a little bit. Uh, but Malachi Coleman, they need to get him ready today. I said this, and Bach, you know, I said this, right? How about play Harburg at tight end? You got nobody to stretch the field. And and Harburg was a slot receiver, caught a pass, and then on uh, another play that didn't work out, uh, Harburg was in. It looked like they were going to run the same thing. Harburg needs to be on the field a lot. Yes. He's really You can run him on all kind of different things. I was going to say, I think we we need to jump to break, but I want to ask you when we come back um, about it. Bach, if you want to grab a headset, jump in as well, um, because I'd love to get your take on just from a quarterback standpoint. Do we have a better option sitting on the bench right now in Cheba Purdy? No. Okay. I, I just want to ask the question. No. You don't so, so because you got you. You don't. Well, that was he doesn't nice give you. The, he doesn't necessarily. Yeah, that, was, that, was a he good, that was necessarily a lot quicker than I was hoping. But. He he does in the past game. He does, but we've known what he does in the past game too. We've watched him. Purdy look good. Okay. Well, then when we come back, how do you fix fix Jeff Sims? If that's your answer, or Chubba Purdy? How do you fix him? I, I mean, I like. I I think sometimes you, you should have probably put Chubba Purdy in the game. All right. Just for shock value. Let's talk about that because I I do want to bring that up. Mike Melby, Vershawn Jackson, the captain, more after this. This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Live at Eagle Raceway is the Race Saber Nationals. Tom Stevens, Mark Hoven is here, Vershawn Jackson, the captain as well. Before we went to break, we asked the question to the captain, 
is it time for Chubba Purdy? And he said no. And if, if that is the answer, the a bunch of guys playmakers, they're, they're not going to be a great football team, but they're going to be better than people think. They can't run the football. They can't stop the run. So that's going to be a problem for Colorado. But they can light up the scoreboard. Yeah. They're going to they're be in a bowl game this year. Yeah, I you know I I think we we talked about the over under and Bach and them owe me some push ups because they both said they'll go under four. I said they'll go over four. Um, I, I just I, I look at this Colorado team. So it's a team that that they got playmakers across the board on the offensive side of the ball. But I think if you put pressure on them and keep the offense off the field, the only way you can do that. Excuse me. The only way you can do that is by running the ball. That's it. You put a fullback in the game. We hit the edges. And where is the pitch? Where's the pitch play? Where's the sweep? Question. That's a good question. You know, the other thing, uh, Matt Rule had alluded to it right when he became head coach in November and December, and he talked about the, the all the arguments about the offensive line and how bad they were. And he said, I can tell you that they weren't bad, and one of the reasons why is because last season they ran 29 ISO plays. On those 29 ISO plays, they averaged 6.8 yards per carry. <laughs> So my question is, if, if that's what the, the, the stat you're throwing out there, then why did your offensive coordinator call the game the way he did? Yeah. Because there wasn't – how many ISO plays did we run? Not very many. <laughs> Not very, I mean, you, you ran, you ran a couple. You ran, you, you ran yeah, a couple. I, I, but you didn't run very – yeah, you didn't, run, you didn't run a lot. And, you know, I, you got to wonder how those running backs are feeling right now. You know, you, you, you touted me – you, you thought that I was the biggest thing, and you know I, I did all this stuff. I did everything, and and then you get in the game, and your quarterback has more runs than, than the whole group. Yeah. I, I just think that is. Um, I don't know if you're trying to win a football game, and let me tell you something. He is not going to be able to run the ball 19 times when he get in the Big Ten. He, I don't even really want to see him running against Colorado. It's not well, they've got headhunters. Somebody's going to hurt him, and now we're going to be forced to play with two guys that. We are not, you know, we don't know what they can do. I like what Minnesota did. Ethan Kaliak Mattis, I don't know how many times he ran, but he was effective running the football. When he got his first down, he just slid down. Yeah. He, he made sure that he didn't take a hit. And I know that Matt Rule has talked about how he wants guys being physical and he doesn't want guys running out of bounds. But that game plan, 19 carries from a quarterback, is just not sustainable. No. It, not in this league. It's, the, it's the, Tommy Frazier could take a hit back in the day, and he could do that. But even those, and he wasn't running in 19 and, times. And he, no, he was carrying it eight. maybe eight, maybe a eight a game. Right. Uh, but he had, you know, he had guys around him that obviously could tote the rock. Well, and and uh, Coach Osborne at the Big Red Brunch said this. He said that uh, when you have a good run game, that most of the times people didn't know that in 1995 we led, and I don't know exact the exact stat, but we either led in. Uh, touchdown passes caught. Believe it or not, I did. Meaning, when we throw it, it's for a big play. Well, you could go play. You ran the ball so well that every the safety safeties linebackers would suck up, try to help with the run, and man, the play action works so well. Okay, so to, to go back a little bit before your time, his son was a, a linebacker at Nebraska, but Tom Banderas was a tight end. Bando, Bando caught, and I, I my numbers might be off a little bit, but they're not by much. He caught 14 touchdown passes. He only had 22 receptions. Wow. In his career at Nebraska. Wow. 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 That is efficient. That's an incredible wow. stat. Wow. <laughs> well, many, that's like Gerald Armstrong. I got five touchdowns yeah. on uh, 17 catches. Yeah. But Gerald Armstrong is probably about the same. 
Yeah. Remember that he went he went in that streak where he caught six, seven straight touchdown passes every every time he caught the ball. So you 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 ask how can we help Jeff Sims? Yep. Get a run game. Yep. Get a play action game, and and make it easy for him. Yep. Get a screen game. Where's the screen? Okay. I hope I hope these coaches learn something from that film. I, 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 this is not a game plan again that's sustainable. Do what Prashant is saying. Let's roll him out. Let's you know whatever you have to do to move the football. But let's be a little wiser with the football. Bach, I want to ask you because you've been making the magic happen to get us back on the air and whatever with all the the interesting things that have been going on. How are do we need to jump into a break here? Uh, I think we're good. I think we got. We, well, you know what? It's top of the hour. Better, we probably better jump to a let's break. Let's do that. Let's, we, let's we jump to, to a break, and then we're going to jump in. We got Mike Boston, driver of the ninety-three-seven, the ticket sprint car. Uh, for Sean, Mike is pretty convinced that he can get in your car just like Amon did. So, come on, Mike. I'm getting in that thing, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, you a big old boy? If you can get in, I can get in it. <laughs> All righty, we're going to go ahead and jump to break. Uh, we're live from Eagle Raceway right here on 93.7 The Ticket.